Hi. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I've got Zoom on, um, but I'm going to turn the volume off in the hello. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of like cameras going on. Um, right, how are we? Frank, how was your morning? What did you do this morning? You did what? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I was just saying, nothing exciting for me. Just having a shower. Had a shower, that's it. And I, I mean, it was very needed for this call. Like, it's it's probably this call was the only reason why I actually did that this morning. Because I was like, right. Why you do it, isn't it? It Pretty much. Once a week, you know, just keeping that immunity higher, you know. More germs, the better. <laughs> Not sure that's um, scientifically proven. <laughs> it's clearly not because I was ill the entire week, so it doesn't work. <laughs> cool. Right. So today we're talking about goal setting, right? That's yes. Yes. You look like you're on the ship phrase fires. <laughs> Excuse me, what does that mean? <laughs> What's with that? I'm so it's the cold. cold. Saving on a heating. I've got like two of, jumps up. So if anyone, you know, wants to donate, Adam is in need of a donation because, as you can tell, he's not doing quite well. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Donate, donate. So, so I can afford to put the heating on. Yeah. Is there like a button on Instagram to just like throw money at you or something, isn't it? Like maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we can bring that to lives from... from Excuse me, my business... It's not a charity, thank you. It's not a charity. It's not registered <laughs> charity. Just it's not a charity. It's not registered charity. Not yet. Oh my god! Right, funny. Well done, guys. Very good. Nice start of the morning. Oh, what are you drinking now? Jesus Christ! It's, it's just a vitamin drink. It's a vitamin okay. Drink. Let's let's skip that because I'm gonna get. We're gonna talk about this forever. <laughs> goal setting guys have you set your goals for 2024 adam and mike did you go through like some little exercise what you want to do for us for ourselves or for mm -hmm. our clients Personal. for you first you don't no. need to go into your goals but you know if you've done it no but i never have okay like I'm, I'm not um a massive goal setter for like that far in the future i'm, I'm always kind of thinking maybe i should um, but I'm always kind of thinking more short term. I'm thinking about today, tomorrow, next week at most. And then in terms of like next year, I'm thinking big events like mm, I want to take a holiday or that kind of thing. But in terms of what I want to achieve, it feels a little bit too far out of the kind of picture to to, to look that far. So um, I just don't have the tendency really to go that far forward. It's a month still. And I'm not, I'm not thinking that far ahead, but I'm just not a massive planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a massive yeah. planner. And this is, uh, first, I wanted to say, oh, it's time to end this life in that case. But actually, it's probably a good example, isn't it? That we have someone there who doesn't actually like to set a goals that far in advance. What about you, Mike? Um, well, I wouldn't normally do that much, but I think that's why I kind of failed to achieve any goals i've always thought i'd like to do this 
never really thought about it's it. Not true. Whereas yeah. I think I've started because I'm doing a lot more things like high rocks and I've just signed up for a 23 kilometer Spartan race. I've had a drink at the time, so I can't tell you what I think. Um, but because I've now got these things, what I'm finding is I am planning ahead and I'm thinking, for example, high rocks in end of January. So January is going to be quite an intense training month. So I'm already thinking ahead of what I'm doing to that. And then it's a month of slightly more relaxed. And then I've got another high rock. So it's, I, I'm kind of planning around these events. And it's not because I'm taking them really seriously. And I'm like, I'm going to get this crazy like, time or anything. It's just, it helps keep my focus. And I found my training's a lot better from it. Sure. Nice. nice. Um, I haven't planned goal setting as, you know, in looking into 2024 for myself, but I will do that at some point because I like to mainly reflect on this on like a past year and what has changed and what has happened and what I want to bring into next year. And I do the same thing with with my clients so we do do a goal setting we actually do a goal setting sort of exercise every three months but the January one is is quite a big one because we sort of looking at right this is January there is December what in a in a best case scenario where would you like to be and it doesn't have to be physically it doesn't have to be I want to lose weight I want to gain weight where would you want to be in your life? Like, is there anything big happening in your life that needs your focus at some point throughout the year? And um, when we get to that year, like we're looking at, right, this is your 12 months. Then we sort of start breaking it down into smaller chunks, which, you know, I can I can pick on a bit later. But do you do anything like that with your clients or for your clients? I, I have a goal setting <laughs> sent out at least on a weekly basis um and I guess that's I I really like working more kind of short term and then those clients some clients use that checking form every week and some do it every other week some do it every month um but the the goals that will be set now for next week ahead I'm not going to send out a new form in the new year to say has anything changed because I just see it as a transitionary like period from one year to the next I don't see it really as any different any significant anything else significant so i think goals are pretty much going to stay the same through december and then into, into january and there's more of like a gradual um change rather than a complete complete like revamp i don't unless it's like individual clients who have fallen off the cliff a little bit and they need a bit more of a revamp and a reset then that'll be done on an individual basis but most are going to get that same the, the things that they're doing in december i want them to still be doing in january um and and if and if it's not right now, it needs changing now, not thinking January. What 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 can we change? Um. So yeah, that's that's how I'm working my check ins at the moment and my goal setting. It's a continuous process. That's very different to mine. What about you, Mark? Then. Yeah, I think for me, it's rare that someone's goals or focus change changes that dramatically. I find very often. Um. I think through kind of regular check-ins, I do a monthly um, with my coach and clients a monthly um, conversation where we talk about what our current goals are and where how that is fitting into um, where we're at and things. So it's kind of a kind of constant evaluation 
mm. of where they're at um, rather than necessarily um, finding um, new goals. But I think there's probably a bit of space for both, isn't there? Because sometimes those, especially your smaller goals, I'm trying to implement a little bit more things like learning to do a push-up or like little little things that aren't necessarily your big fat loss muscle gain things they're kind of like little achievements that you're working on a little bit um and i think that i'm trying to push those a little bit more so that is a little bit more of a where are we at that sort of thing yeah yeah yeah, f- yeah, for you know my clients, it's not necessarily. We still do weekly check-ins. We st- still do all of all of these things. It's what I found useful though to do in in January or every three months, pretty much. But the January one mainly is just to give them the overview of the year and like something that something they can visualize that they work towards. So, for example, I have a I have a client that you know will want to run. Um, half marathon or marathon towards the end of the year so we know right that's that's there let's focus on something in a what what is it we're going to focus on in the first six months what is it we're going to focus on a second half of the year like how are we going to change the training and stuff but anyway we don't need to really get into what we do with the with the specific client but how could we help someone who wants to set a certain goals in January and they've always been They've always, you know, let themselves down. You know how it is. January, New Year's resolutions. And, you know, some people work well with it. And some people is just pointless because it comes 16th of January and New Year's resolutions are out the window. Um, how can someone actually stick to the goals that they set for themselves or how they should set the goals for themselves? That is it even worth it? What do you think, guys? Go. Not, I would say, not set extreme goals and go like uh, a bull in a china shop come January the 1st and burn yourself out because I've seen this done a thousand times and it it's almost slightly frustrating <clears throat> because people have this tendency to like throw everything in and then you kind of know what's coming four or eight weeks down the line. They're going to slip off a cliff or even sooner than that. They might have five days in their week where they're completely on it and then the weekend's they're completely off and it's just this constant like all over the place so i would say make sure your goals aren't too extreme that then feed into that because if you're setting extreme goals you're going to take extreme action and with extreme action you're going to get inconsistency so keep those goals realistic um and and keep them you know time bound and 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 put a specific time limit on what what is it you want to achieve and in what time period and and that way it's it's restricted and, and keep that time period short. Like, I think the shorter, the better, rather than thinking it's okay to know what events are later on in the year, like you say, in high rocks and a certain race, because that can really help structure your training. But then in terms of actual goal setting, I would break it down smaller than that so it's more manageable. And then it's more uh, of a sustained approach and consistent rather than anything extreme. That would be my first piece of advice for setting goals in the new year. Yeah, I think I would I would agree. I would think sometimes though it's good to ride that initial motivation. Like I've had people in the past where I've kind of tried to push them to um take that kind of softer approach, not kill themselves too much, and actually their motivation drops a lot quicker because they're so ready to do something. 
Um, so I think it's kind of like finding that balance. I think what you're saying about um, setting times and such is really good. I think it's making your goal a quantitative goal, so something you can actually measure. So whether it is fat loss or it's measurements or it could be anything for like um, hitting a certain weight, at like a squat weight or just something you can actually count. I want to hit this 10,000 steps a day or walk this far or like you need something you can physically see your progression. Otherwise, that motivation is just going to drop down completely. And I think it's having, if you've got, you want to have your long, your medium and short term goals, breaking that down, have your that ultimate goal in say, you're going summer body because I'm going on holiday. Okay, so that's six months away. So break that down to three months. Where do I need to be in three months time? Okay, in one month, where do I need to be to that? In four weeks, what do I need to do to get into that, that place in that in those four weeks, it's breaking that down, um, and everything becomes much more achievable. 100%. I would definitely agree. So, I would say breaking it down into three month chunks, those break down into monthly chunks, those break down into weekly things. What is it that you need to do on a weekly basis? which goes to what you need to do on a daily basis as well. And I would just say as well, like people hugely overestimate what they can do in a short term, but they massively underestimate what they can do in a long run. So if if you're looking at like a year, for example, a year from now, I know it's a long time, but you can hugely underestimate what you can achieve. And you can look at it on, on yourself, Adam, for example, like, that huge change from year that you went through, you know, through your journey with the with the weightlifting and and bodybuilding, and uh, it, it's just a huge change. But if I was to tell you, it will take you a year. You probably wouldn't think you can get this far, and you change hugely. But then people overshoot in a short term, and they set those goals really, really high. That's what you guys talked about, and then that just is not going to happen. So the motivation is just going to fall off. So if, you know, if we were to set some goals, short-term goals, making it achievable, break it down into manageable chunks, something, you know, doable, it shouldn't feel like a struggle, but focusing on every single day as it comes, rather than thinking, oh, in three months, I need to, I need to lose 10 kilos. Like that's so much. I'm never going to be able to do that. It's out, of, it's than, out of reach. It's out of reach. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. But then if I focus on, you know what, let's leave that weight loss on a side. What I need to do is I need to hit my calories. I need to focus on the protein. I need to move and I need to have a good sleep. And as boring as it sounds, if you tick those boxes every single day, that weight loss is going to happen as a side effect. Like it will happen naturally. We don't need to worry about it because Mm -hmm. if we keep chipping, it will happen the same with, you know, gaining muscle or performance. Every workout, one workout at a time, one night's sleep at a time, you know, whatever it is, it's just that little steps and it's boring. And that's why people don't like doing it because it's just boring basics. People need to get back down to, I think. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, Go on, Mike. <laughs> also, that gives you a chance to reevaluate where you are. So whether it's weekly, monthly, you can see where your kind of projected goal was, was where am I? Um, that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I've not reached my goal. That's 
lead on. That's just, okay, so that first month, I planned to do this, but I really struggled there. I didn't do that as I thought I would. So what do I need to do now? How do I need to adapt it? It's looking back and going, being able to, if you've made that plan and see where you're supposed to be, you can improve on it as you go. It gives you that kind of cushion in as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like that constant reevaluation is really important, I think. Like knowing if your strategy is working. Like and 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 if if you know you can't just you can't just keep marching on. You might you, your end destination might be over here, but if your journey is taking you over here, you're never gonna get there. You're just gonna keep potentially going around in circles. So keep reevaluating if what you're doing is, is effective. And that's why it's really important to make sure your goal is measurable, like Mike said a few minutes ago. Um, and I'm always a massive fan of trying to make it a positive measurement, which I think Mike also said, like try and find something positive or path. So even if your goal is weight loss, try and not think I've got 10 kilos to lose. Try and think about, it sounds silly, but try and think about the strength gains that you've, you've got to, you've got to gain or, you know, uh, getting more sleep. Like these are all positives that you can add into your life um, that will effectively feed into getting that weight loss goal. But it's just looking at the positives and looking at something to gain rather than weight to lose. And um, final thing to say that Pav, you made me think of there is rather than hyper-focusing on that end goal, like focus on the the small little steps it takes to, to get there and you know hyper focus more on like the calories and the and the protein goal and getting high quality food and these are these are daily tasks that you can tip up tip off um rather than hyper focusing on the end result because it'll feel so far out of reach that it's like oh i don't know if i can be over carrying on like it's just it's so far in the distance but if you can just tick off those small little events and 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 almost like feel that sense of reward that in itself is is motivating. And if you can self-motivate yourself and, and self-discipline yourself through that, that will eventually take you to your end destination. And, and you're getting a win each time. So you're getting a win, that's it. On your, your weigh-in once a week or once a month, that's what you're focusing on. And if you have a bad, we all know it, if you sleep badly the night before, or you've maybe had a few more carbs than you normally do, and you've got that water retention, that weight, that scale is going to be up. Whereas instead, if you're looking every day going, do you know what? I've hit my calories, I've hit my protein, I've got my steps in. These are wins. What is going to happen is that fat loss will happen if that is your goal, or if it's a calorie surplus, that um, muscle build will happen. But what you're doing is you're focusing on those wins every day. You get five or six wins every day. Look what an amazing week I've had, regardless of what anything else is saying. So it's focusing on those, which, like you say, is focusing on the positive twist on it rather yeah. than focusing on the end goal. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I think if someone as well, I will just wrap a little bit, not wrap a little bit this up, but um, things to focus on if someone's setting up the goals is, Firstly, make it specific. So would you guys give us an example of specific goal? What can be a specific goal for someone? I remember I had a goal. This was about eight months ago. I was like, I want a barbell bench press 100 kilo. Like it had, I don't know why, it just came. It was like, I really want to get that. And at that time, I remember being at like 70 um, or like 75 uh, so it did it, it it was it was a specific number and then I had like a time period of three months I'm gonna get there in three months so very oh, specific yeah very very, very good 100 kilos. 100 kilos measurable can you measure yeah. it 
yeah, yeah, every week. Every week it was either the same weight or it was something slightly higher. Yeah, easy to measure. Perfect. Is it achievable? Yes, it's a 25% increase, 20, 25%. It's not, it's not extraordinary, you know. And is it um, uh, realistic? Yeah, based on how much time available to train. And I think that is important to assess. Like what's yeah. going on in your life at that time so at that time I was able to train four times a week in the gym work in the gym and you know I knew I could shape my food around performance and, and rest so uh realistic at that time yeah yeah perfect and it's time bound as well so that that was your sort of thing so you set the goal 100 kilos I have three months I know what I need to do I need to go to the gym three four times a week it's really my focus it's achievable uh, because I have that time um, to do all these workouts and I have the time to actually get this done it's realistic so you know a ratio to your to your weight potentially to your strength to where where you are right now is it achievable within that time frame that you gave yourself yeah 100 percent. so this is something like it is yeah it is <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it is sounds, sounds a bit familiar isn't it well <laughs> It's brilliant. It is. It works. It works. A smart goal, um, to really make sure, like, and help talk through my clients with setting smart goals. Um, and it won't work for everybody. I think it won't work for everybody. But it's, uh, you know, it's just the basics of where to, where to start from. Really, I do a slightly different goal setting now. I sort of don't necessarily do smart goals with clients. I do something that's called uh, North Star um, sort of goal setting. And I haven't done it for a long time since January this year. So I don't remember the, the basics of it, <laughs> but I will share it with you. It's basically you sort of visualize your, your main aim and goal and you're trying to find a ways to it. Regard, it's, it's not like just one straight path to it. It's like other aspects of how you can how you can get to it but it is quite interesting i'm gonna share it in the in the comments potentially a links to it or something yeah oh. it's hard when especially people because we talk about fitness ultimately isn't something you're not doing fat loss or muscle build forever that's not the idea of it the idea is you get you want to get to a maintenance most people want to be at a maintenance pace where they're happy, healthy, they're moving, their eating is kind of nice and neutral. We're not doing this. So then at that point, I suppose goal setting is quite hard, isn't it? What? Because you're just maintaining. So that's when it starts to change into something a little bit more superfluous. It's a big word. and I don't, but I'm a foreigner, so it's fine. It's less specific, it's less rebound, it's more about maintaining Vague, that. Yeah. It's quite hard to really kind of find what that motivation is and what that was because you've kind of achieved it. That's okay, and that's okay, isn't it? Because I think once you achieve a goal anyway, you just set a new goal. You're always yeah. you're always pushing the goalpost further away. And I think to get to a place where you're not over you're not overstriding you're not not that's not the word like is it is it the word just like you know you're thinking about extreme goals and you just kind of go to the gym because you enjoy it and you enjoy the feeling of 
of, of training and it makes you feel good you're not necessarily got like a massive goal inside to get to a point like that it's quite peaceful and it's quite nice to because you know that's kind of where I am at the moment I'm not really setting any specific goals around fitness I've got more goals around my work and around business around clients but my own fitness I'm in a place where I'm like I'm just happy training as as I am why are you smile do you not believe me I thought you were going to attack like yeah no it's it's true it's true um so I just go I just go to the gym and I'm like I enjoy um you know the the feeling of moving um and I'm not worried that I've not set any goals it's quite peaceful (laughs) I guess you yeah if you don't have to it's not that we have to have certain goals all the time and I also think this is important because I used to have a client who would you know, his goal would be to lose weight, but he would need another goal in order to be able to keep himself losing that weight. So like his goal would be, well, example, because I don't want to give the specific things that he was doing because it may just reveal who that is. But um, he would say, right, I need to get myself to run marathon because if I run a marathon, I know I need to train for it and I know I need to eat certain way and that is going to help me to lose weight. His goal wasn't really the marathon. He wasn't that bothered about the marathon itself, but it was the lever he was using to lose weight, which I don't think is a good thing at all because yes, in it can help sometimes, but what has happened with this client, he was with me for a while and we would always lose weight, but then the goal passes, you tick that box and the weight shoots up every single time because suddenly the goal is is gone. That marathon is already ticked off. Then, you know, there was no, no habits. It was just, right, I can't do it without the big goal of running or whatever the goal may be. And using it as a driving force is not not good because we're not setting up the good foundation. So making sure oh, yeah. you're doing it for you the right reasons. Every every month, can you? you can't keep continue to run marathons. So what did you uh, say, did you Mike? Say, Mike? Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. But the why becomes temporary. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's evident why am I doing it because of some people it's like kids or some people it's like grandkids or like whatever that the reason is health that's a permanent why that that's gonna keep it's just gonna always be there but do for it then like you say once it's over and it's again what we always talk about isn't it what's your why why is it important to you why is that certain goal important why do you want to achieve that Mm. and it went back at the square one of what we yeah find find out that and uh yeah like find out what your inner why is like write that shit down um and you know like for me my my inner why I remember Pav you asking me like why are you training and um I was like I don't know but then when I figured out I was like well I want to I want to I want to go through what I'm putting my clients through and I was like at the times that my a lot of my clients were like I want to gain muscle I want to you know look more defined blah 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 and I was like I want to put myself through this and then when I did that, the, the amount of knowledge that I learned from doing that now, and I'm passing that on to my clients, and it's kind of shaped the kind of clients that I work with. It's really helped with my work, helped my business, and I've just learned a lot from that process. And then, yeah, that can help really motivate you. And if, if your why is different, your why might be social, your why might be um, purely aesthetic, it might be you know any of those, then that's really powerful. To know that is so powerful. 
Right, I need to run. Yeah. Yeah, you need to go. Um, Pav, are we we're we're pretty much done here. We've covered a lot. I think we've yeah. done. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Okay. If anyone's yeah. got any questions, then DM us. Um, either me or Pav or Mike. Um, Mike was gone. Mike is gone. Yeah, I don't think we've got any questions in the comments. Just scrolling through. If anyone does have any in the last minute or two, you can feel free to submit it. I can't see any. Um, do you have anything else to add, Pav? What how are you reflecting on 2023? What a year that has been. I don't know. It was very it was a lot of things for us. A lot of things. That was like the, the year of the biggest biggest change ever as as you as you know because we were redoing two houses we were moving cities we got married we had the baby and uh, I completely changed my my business from face to face to online and yeah it was a huge change so I need to actually sit down and you know think about it and just digest it a little bit otherwise I'm gonna be left traumatized after this year so it'll be good to write it down and just sort of have a thing when you know January comes and everything settles of what I want the 2024 to be and it's definitely gonna be more fun and more just relax or trying to relax and just do things uh, you know that are that we can enjoy all together rather than needing to like go 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 in the chaos of all of that year what what small habits have you kept consistent for like general health and fitness because I'm sure there are some that are like everyday consistent and then there are other ones like you know let's say going to the gym obviously that fell off when you had Olivia but um even in the lead up to, to being pregnant I remember you were training so like you've had consistent habits and and some have been more at different times than others yeah what what would you say have you done consistently through that chaotic year to keep your health and fitness I yeah I would say movement steps that was a big one and that doesn't it wasn't that every single day I would be doing 10,000 steps because some days it just wasn't possible at all but if I look at overall the entire year my steps on average were very consistent above I think 11, 12,000 on average. Is that a goal that you set? Do you set that as a goal yourself? No, no, it's just engraved. That's just one of the things I do because it's important to me because I know if I can't go to the gym, I need to be, I still need to be moving. I still need to work on my health and, you know, on my body and just, I look at it as in my body just deserves the movement. It doesn't really deserve just to plop myself on a sofa and sit there all day long because, you know, I don't do it any favors. So let's let's then go out and um, uh, get some get some steps in. So steps definitely. Um, food as well. Just in general, uh, eating, you know, whole foods most of the time. Again, it's something that because I it's easy for me to say that and it's easy for me to do because I'm doing it for so long. It doesn't feel like a new thing and someone can find it quite tricky, I think. Mm-hmm. But I found that and I found that especially during pregnancy that it hasn't really changed. And I think a lot of lot of women can potentially use pregnancy as a, a sort of a, you know, free card just to go and just to see like, well, you know what? I'm pregnant. I'm just going to have all of this. And it's fine to have what you fancy, but 
you know, it, it doesn't mean you, you just go completely off for nine months and you just eat whatever the hell you want, because it's, that's not gonna, yeah, that's not gonna be helpful, is it? So eating whole foods, uh, sleep, getting enough sleep every night, that was another sort of thing that I really wanted to, yeah, non-negotiable. Up until 10 weeks ago, that has changed massively. When Oliver was born, obviously that still isn't where I want it to be. Uh, but it's it's not as bad, but it's very important for the health. So sleep was something I was focusing on as well. And uh, I think, oh dear, she's ill. I um, don't know if you can hear her. She's just coughing on my lap. Um, yeah, those those are pretty basics but, Consistent but habits. And, and i think those... men, even men have things to learn from that because like if you can pull those off you know as a pregnant pregnant woman or you know as a new as, as a new mother uh where you you are very short on time it's just like the minimum things that you can do to in, for maximum effect like minimum effort for maximum impact on your health and like you've covered steps nutrition and sleep uh which is just foundations so even if <clears throat> you know even if you are setting goals and then you end up being too busy to train for them these are things that you can consistently do every day that will keep you more on track than if you if you don't uh, so, you know, if you go into January, suddenly work blows up and you've got you know a ton of things to do and you can't reach that goal of weight loss or strength gains, keep doing these consistent habits because that will keep you semi on track. It might not get you there as quickly as what you could if you could train three, four times a week. But, you know, as someone you kept your fitness very high. And I remember you trained pretty much right up until you couldn't as well. Um, and then even through this time where you've not been able to train because you've been at home. There are still things you're doing to keep your health high. And I would also say that I don't want to compare my pregnancy to anyone else's pregnancy, but I want to bring what I want to sort of look at is the habits that I kept to the habits anyone else can keep. So because of everything I was doing up until having Olivia and afterwards, that sort of that weight gain during pregnancy like I I gained almost 18 kilos so that's like three stones so I gained three stones in pregnancy but after like I'm 10 weeks post um, giving birth and I am three kilos so that's like what six pounds off my pre-birth weight and I didn't really have to do anything for it I just kept from the beginning, from January up until now, I do the same things. I don't do anything extra. And the weight gain happened, even though obviously I was doing the same things because that's just the nature of it. That's just what happens. But also you can see how your body can deal with it afterwards. So yeah. I still kept doing the same things and my body just returned into its baseline into where it's where it's happy and mm. everybody can do that it, I know every pregnancy is different and yeah, I fully appreciate that some women don't have it as easy quote-unquote but it's those habits that get you where you need to be and where do you where you want to be so I think that's yeah, really yeah. important set yourself up you've set yourself up for <laughs> a quick return back to baseline because of the work you've done through that first half of the year or first three quarters of the year and I think that's really important for even gen for the general public, men and women. Um, don't don't just see it as a switch on and off. Like 
now I'm going to get this, this new goal. It's about all the habits that you've already got it built into your normal day, like not even a training day. Like what do you do on a typical day? Those habits are so important to get you to where you want to be. Um, you know, if the healthy habits, you'll, you'll get there a lot easier. If you've got unhealthy habits of potentially, you know, binge eating, sleeping is not, um, enough six to eight hours and you don't drink enough water you prefer to drink you know at the pub these are going to slow you down and these are going to impact your how quickly you can reach your goal so you know get those foundational habits right and build from there yeah 100 what nice. is um what is it that you want to bring into 2024 so we know that you don't like setting goals at the minute and that will work for some people but what are your non-negotiables that could potentially help someone that is planning to set some goals. What are the what are the main things you still want to focus on next year? Twenty twenty four. Um, for me, it is like I feel like I've been spinning a few too many plates. I feel like I've been spinning four plates instead of three. I always have this visual of like spin three plates and you can keep that balance. Spin four and then things are going to start to get a bit wobbly and shaky and I start to lose control. And so obviously my business is changing from in-person training to purely online. And at the moment I'm doing both of those things and it, that's two plates on itself. And then it's like personal and then fitness. So there's four plates um, and I want to kind of condense that down to three. Um, and with that, get some more rest for myself. So um, focus more on sleep because that's one thing that I've probably not been as good as what I could be over the last six months. Sleep has been a, a bit shot. So I'd say that's the first thing I would think about going into 2024, working on rest and recovery. I've already seen a massive improvement to my health and my training with taking more rest. So I slipped into a habit of training maybe like five, sometimes six times a week. It was about August, September time. And my body was just it hurting so much. And I sometimes have that. I think everyone does it like you just push through it. You just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. And then it's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to train less. I'm just going to train two, three times a week. And oh my God, like I have come back. Like I am back to normal Adam. Um, and, you know, my training is better. My sleep is even better. I'm able to fall asleep easier. I'm able to stay asleep. Uh, so taking that into 2024, like just keep prioritizing rest and recovery because it's something that I can neglect. I can think, oh, just keep pushing through. Um, and so, I yeah. am laughing here. I'm laughing because people who watch this, they may think like, what do you mean you slipped into five or six workouts a week? Like that doesn't usually happen. Like you are different. You're slipping the other way, Adam. Like most people that watch this would slip to like less workouts, you know, and just uh, food not being that great, but nope. Adam is slipping towards it's an interesting more observation. workouts. It's, it's an interesting yeah. observation for sure. And like I think it depends on what you've done as a as a child through growing up. And I think I've always got that inner voice from my coaches when I was a gymnast to say, like, train harder, like no pain, no gain. And all of those things that were drilled into me at like seven years old, they're still there. Yeah. So I need to turn that volume down because often that can self-destruct. And you need to turn up the volume of rest and recovery. And I know that I've got people within my team and within client, like clients who have those same tendencies. And so, um, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just making sure that you prioritize you, like your own health, your rest and recovery, um, rather than just like smash yourself into the ground. And it's January and you're already burnt out by the end of Jan, like pace yourself. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about you? Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I need to actually sit down and have a think with that about all of this. But I would, yeah, I would like to still focus on my on my business the way I do now. I do sort of think I'm I'm pushing things a little bit. So I just want to keep it at this pace. I don't want to go any faster because of the baby. I just sort of feel like, you know, I still keep the work and I want to do even more work. And I don't know if it's the right thing to do. So I might just want to step back a little bit and just give myself a couple more months at the beginning of the year and just to you know reflect and just enjoy this time while she's so little because she's this little only once um and yeah I think this is um uh, this this pretty much is is the main thing and, and I'm looking forward to planning a little bit more for for holiday and for some some time off um because we didn't really have that as much this year so just yeah going visiting family and going abroad maybe and stuff like that and uh, my my habits pretty much will still be the same even when these things are happening it's still gonna be about steps it's still gonna be you know about good food and it's gonna be about a little bit more alcohol than this year because that was pretty much non-existent which is not always a bad thing it was a good detox year for me I think um and uh yeah just want to return to the gym so that's that's my main goal actually really is get back to the gym so I'm making sure this baby is detached from me for uh for a little while so I can actually go and train because I don't have gym very far so it's it's gonna be doable I just need to make it work it's just need to logistically plan for it but when yeah. the time is right when the time's right for you you're not gonna rush it you're just gonna wait for the right time you know so yeah yeah, yeah. And it will, happen. it will happen. All right, good. Well, I'll um right. out and then I'll save the uh save the Insta Live. All but right. Coming, thank you all for listening. Nice to see Lovely you. Lovely to see you. And I would say if anyone wants to donate anything to Adam, as you can see, who missed the beginning of this call, he's not doing quite well. So he needs uh to pay for his heating it's and stuff. Tough. It's been a tough year. Yeah. It's so yeah. Yeah, little donations, they all add up. So yeah, thank you. Uh our PayPal is in the in the bio. I don't even think it is anymore. <laughs> I was gonna say that there's a different link in your bio. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not. Right, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.